Grasshopper. As Master Poe called his young martial arts students in that classic TV series, some of you are too young to remember, Kung Fu, 70s, 80s, was revived in the 90s, and by rumor is going to be revived again by Fox. Grasshopper. The master calls him this because the student cannot hear the little creature who has landed at his feet in the Buddhist monastery due to the noise in his own head and the noise in the world. Grasshopper. So, second Isaiah calls the children of Israel under the throne of the creator of heaven and of earth. Now, without the Buddhist's reverence for all sentient life, this Hebrew prophet uses the image to identify the people with all the creatures of the earth as small, short-lived, weak. Compared to the spangled heavens of night and the canopy sky of day that God has powerfully made and sustained, this is a sovereign God. That's a Presbyterian mantra. <laughs> Jonathan Edwards looked upon the night sky through the writings of Isaac Newton, and he saw the astral bodies held in perfect relation by gravity, even as they moved across the sky. And this became for him a perfect image and icon of sustaining and balanced love of the Creator. All powerful, yes, but sovereign in love. Grasshopper. Perhaps Reformed theologians could have used this image to capture the small, frail, and weak human, uh, sinful state of human nature in place of some of their favorite images <clears throat> worm, vermin, vulture, snake. Grasshoppers, you see, appear cunning in their ability to disguise themselves, fickle in the directions in which they hop, especially when stressed, and destructive in pores. We all know human tendencies like these. Now sometimes St. Paul writes about human nature as if he had read John Calvin. <laughs> Our sinful nature, the power of the flesh, slave to sin, slave to the law, knowing the good but doing what we hate. Perhaps now this is not total depravity, but Paul brings to his pen a constant awareness of the frail, fickle, faithless, and sometimes futile nature of human beings. So too when he describes creatures of the gospel. In this passage from Corinthians, Paul discusses the remuneration of preachers, which he says is allowed just as the priests of old were able to take part of the sacrifices offered in the temple. But Paul himself refuses this reward in order to demonstrate the freedom he has in his own calling. If I did this, he writes, of my own will, I deserve a reward. I know pastors that get new cars from their congregation. But I do this because I am entrusted with a commission, a constraint, in Greek, anake, 
It's like saying, I have a destiny. It's given to me. I need no reward except that of proclaiming the gospel freely. Grasa. Might we take this example of Paul to heart at some level? Only if we all feel the commission of our calling, only if we are inwardly compelled to proclaim in word and in sacrament, only if we are slave of Christ and his gospel, only then will we be free to serve all people. Paul is shrewd. As he focuses his gaze on the gospel, he knows he can be free from the distractions of the powers of curse and influence and those who hold them. This gospel cannot be bought. If Paul had been paid by a faction of Apollos or of Cephas or of another in the Corinthian church, or if he'd been paid by an apostle with greater renown than himself, in time they will devour him like a delicacy, roasted grasshopper from Mexico, chocolate-covered grasshopper from Thailand. You see, my friends, if you are constrained by a calling, if you are free to preach the gospel that is open to all, you are beholden to none. If you are commissioned by Christ to preach and to break bread, you are free to be servant of all, beholden to none. If your destiny comes from the Almighty God, you are utterly free to reach every kind of people, every kind of person connecting with Jew or Muslim or, or Gentile, with those prescribed by the law of rights and tradition, and those unsubscribed, with those who are weak or poor, and by implication, those who are strong and of means, with those who live freely, or those who are incarcerated, with those of any nation, any race, any gender, any orientation, anyone that God brings to your door, you will be free. Gracias. As Master Poe called his student, so too you and I are called by another master. To come as we are, small and frail, powerless or sinful in so many ways, so that God might do great things for the world through the weak and the powerless. And those who trust in the Lord will have renewed their strength. They shall mount up their wings as eagles. For it is true, remember, with the right body, even grasshopper can fly.